Hey, this is your boy, Alec McCann, and I am just here to tell you that we are still running our FSPCA fundraiser. They're about to get a whole bunch more dogs. They could really use the help, the donations. So if you don't mind heading over to GoFundMe, uh, looking up Ghosted in West Virginia, and it's uh, Paul Positivity or something, something like that. Uh, the link is on our Facebook. Uh, the link is actually on all our social medias. So check them out uh, and uh, enjoy this episode, guys. This episode of Ghosted in West Virginia is brought to you by Right Live. Weddings, private events, band and DJ bookings, live sound, and more. Contact Right Live for all your event needs. We are dedicated to providing entertainment, promotion, production for all of your special events. Contact them at rightliveevents.com, rightliveevents at gmail.com, or on Facebook at Right Live. Until then, enjoy Ghosted by Right Live. You're listening to Ghosted in West Virginia. Obsessors, oppressors, and possessors, it is I, your humble host, Alec McCann, and with me as always... Julia! Oh, we're back to the one name, are we? She has divorced me. No! (laughs) The baby is sleeping, and we are in bed after a long day of me crawling under the house with her dad to fix our pipes. And I heard there was a very large spider... That I'm upset about. This is a wolf spider. It was very big. Honestly, it was bigger than Agatha Pinto's. It was huge. Speaking of, we need to feed her. Yeah, we'll get her some food on our way home tomorrow. From the zoo. Oh, are we going to the zoo tomorrow? Yes, I thought you were back there when we had this discussion. I was not. Cool. We're leaving at 10 a.m. What? 10 a.m., so I still have to wake up at the same time? Yeah. Oh, you know we will anyway. Yeah, but but when I wake up on Saturdays, I know I'm not rushed. Like, I can play a video game if I want. Well, you'd be rushed because you would be crawling back under the house, probably. Not at 10 a.m. Your dad's not going to make me do that at 10 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, because he'd be outside at 7 under the house while we're still sleeping. No. <laughs> I, before you came along, I used to wake up to him at my house mowing. <laughs> Gee whiz. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing I came along so you don't have to hear that anymore. Right? It's not, that's a, what a way to wake up. All right. So, um, <clears throat> this episode, we are doing a bunch of compilations. Uh, Those are my favorite. I know. I do enjoy compilations. Wait, you don't like our long stories? I do, but sometimes I get bored. Not because they're boring, but because... But because of me. 
Yes. You think I'm boring? Yes. <sighs> no. Jewess. My, my ADD. What'd you call me? A Jewess? I don't even think that's a word. I don't know. Or it's a female Jew. Hmm. I'm not sure. I am not. You ever wonder why Jew became such a derogatory thing. Yeah, like there are people. Although do they call themselves Israelites though? I don't know. This is a lot more religious than I was expecting. I have no idea. I wonder what they identify. If they identify as Jew or if they identify as is Israeli is one of them. I know I that's a thing. I don't even know any Jewish people to ask. Well, there's probably some that are listening. So, if you guys know the answer, if you identify as Jew, Israelite, or Israeli, please let us know at hauntedmaritalproductions at gmail.com. Hauntedmaritalproductions14 at gmail.com. I really need to change that email address. Yeah, it's very long. I don't know how to change an email address. Just make a new one. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Or you could message the graveyard. Can't people message the graveyard now? Yes. They've always been able to. Have they? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, you can also message the graveyard. Now, <clears throat> I have a slew of compilation stories, supposedly true stories. They've been translated because I cannot read whatever is the written... Whatever the Hispanic language is called when it is written. Wouldn't it still be Spanish? Well, I don't know. I don't think they speak Spanish, though. I, I think you Mexicans speak Mexican. Guatemalans speak Guatemalan. Brazilians speak Brazilian. Just like... I don't know. We don't speak German. I do. You do not. <laughs> unless you're calling your dad's last name. Otherwise... <clears throat> Her, her dad's last name is Utterback. Which, wasn't there another one? Like, didn't, didn't, didn't they pronounce it a different way? Utterback? Otterbach. Otter, Otterbach. And it used to even be spelled with an O and then a B-A-C-H at the end. I would have rather been called Otterbach. It might mean the same, but at least you sound like you're saying Otter. Yeah, Instead and the of, otters are so cute. Yes, but udders are not. Not, not they especially. They give us good milk. Ew. <laughs> I want to find some raw milk. Maybe I'll find some on our travels this weekend. Why do you want raw milk? I would like to try it. Like, so you can have the, the blood and the hair? There's not blood and hair in it. If, if it it's raw, it has if to it's, be clean. Oh, it still gets pasteurized? I don't know. Exactly. There's another answer we need from our people. Now, I'm going to continue this one. This is a haunting in Mexico. I also don't have names attached to who wrote these things. Okay. So they're a bunch of impersonal stories that are going to sound like they're coming from me. But they're not. Okay. They're coming from people that have not been named. They are coming from you. Yep. I am I am Mexican. And uh, these are all my stories. Yes. Oh, yeah. Here we go. No. That was my best Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Yes. <laughs> Yours was better. Well, 
I've had that mentality my entire life. I left my chips at Mother's. And my guacamole. <sighs> Tina, you're a fat lard. <laughs> <laughs> my whole diet is ruined now. My story begins from the time I was five or six, I believe. My very first encounter with the paranormal began with my mom, dad, brother, and me. What a large family you have. That's that's four people. It's... Compared to just you and your mom. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we're visiting some family in Mexico. I don't even have a brother. In Mexico, we were staying in this house we used to own down there. Now, there, a little background on the town where I uh, before I begin... Supposedly, the entire town was a battlefield type of location. Running through the town was a path that all the soldiers used to get, or, I'm sorry, used to get to a certain location. Some people hear the sounds of what seems to be horses and men yelling, uh, giving orders and whatnot. So, you know, every once in a while you can, it's like our, like our battlefields that we have. What's that one where soldiers push you up a hill? Is that in Pennsylvania? I th- I feel like we had... Gettysburg? Is it that one? No, I don't think it's Gettysburg. There's a hill... Antietam? Cat- it's in Pennsylvania. Antietam's pretty close to us. Oh. Have you not been to Antietam? No. You've never been to Antietam? Mm-mm. Oh, that should be a family trip. Okay. Because I love Antietam. Let's plan it for this fall. Okay. Anyway, I love Antietam. Kathy, if you... I know there's a couple of places... <laughs> I just communicate through our podcast tour. Right. I know there's a couple of places, Kathy, uh, but I'm pretty sure there's one in Pennsylvania where soldiers are supposed to push you up the hill and then you can see handprints. Get back to me, if you would. Now, <laughs> my grandmother... She said, no, thank you. Yeah, she said, I'm not doing... I am not your personal assistant, sir. Uh, my grandmother lives right next door to a house which she says contains all of that paranormal activity, including hearing military men on horses and seeing them as well. Why on earth would people put horses inside of a house? That is strange. However, if I lived, if I had horses and I lived in a place that had really bad weather, I would let them come into my house. Yeah, that's fair. Back in... We're doing an episode. What's wrong with your eye? Oh, man. Do you need medicine? Like eye drops or something? Yeah. Yeah? Do you have eye drops? Do we have eye drops? Somewhere. Somewhere. Over the rainbow. You want to tell them hi? Yeah. That was my son. Back in that time, there was a lot of deaths because of the battles that were carried out. Any person that was killed was buried right there, and then wherever, uh, right then and there, wherever they were killed. So it is said that the entire town is like a cemetery. Did I really just say it like that? Entire town. Ugh. It is said that the entire town is like a cemetery because none of the bodies have ever been removed from the ground. Also, at that time, there were many people who would bury any type of money or fortune that they may have found. 
for fear of it being confiscated. And I'm guessing they didn't know about the mass body index that was in the ground. Otherwise, I would never bury anything in that town. <clears throat> so many of the houses in the town have money underneath of them. In the house that we lived in, there used to be a lady and her little son. Now, we were told from the very beginning by the person who sold the house that there was money buried there. Whether the money belonged to the lady, we weren't really sure. But I know for a fact that this lady that lived there was the spirit that I came in contact with as a child. And I found all of this history out when I was 16, so I had no knowledge of anything that may have gone on when I was young. I remember we had just gotten to the house. It had been a while since we had visited, and it had been the second day that we were in Mexico. My parents were cleaning up the rooms we were going to be staying in, and they decided that we would all stay the night in the house. No, thank you. Well, I mean, nothing bad's really... I mean, when you grow up with paranormal stuff happening all over the place, it might be unsettling at first, but I feel like you'd get over it pretty quickly. That's true. I've had it my entire <clears throat> life, and now I'm just like, Meh. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't sympathize with that. I'm just now getting new stuff. Because I wasn't open or whatever. But you have since spread my legs wide for the spirits to enter. Ew. <laughs> uh, the next morning... <laughs> I'm sorry. The next morning, it must have been about 7 a.m., I woke up to the sounds of footsteps in the room. Now, I was awake, and I kept my eyes closed, thinking, you know, it's my mom. I learned that trick. Not the eyes closed, but I learned from Indian in the cupboard. Uh, that, I still love that movie. You remember the part where he his mom's coming, so he flips over, keeps his eyes yeah. open? That made me realize that my mom can't see my eyes from the doorway, so she doesn't have to know that I'm awake if I just turn over. It took the Indian in the Cupboard movie <laughs> to teach me my mom can't see me from behind. Nice. Yeah. That was real smart. I was sharp as a tech, I'll tell you what. If I could go back in time and see myself, I'd be like, oof. That boy is real smart. He's going places. He's going straight into Wardensville. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, we have a lot of listeners here. I know. But a lot of listeners know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because I'm sure a lot of listeners are tired of going 45 minutes to get anything anywhere. What? Nothing. I was just making sure these were the same color. <clears throat> <laughs> The nail people have a conspiracy. The thumbs aren't allowed to be the same color. Are you really going in there to check that hard? No. Yes, you are. I see you. Now, the weird thing about all of this was that the footsteps. <coughs> oh, man. Oh. Maybe under the house got to be a little bit more than it should have. Did you wear a mask? No. Oh, that's probably why. Well, I mean, we were... After your mom told us to wear a mask... My dad didn't wear one either, did he? No. We were almost done. Only Jacob wore one. Only well, Jacob he's, he, well, he's the most important anyway. You don't want all that dust and insulation that's and stuff. True. But 
I mean, when your mom when your mom told us to wear the masks, they're gonna be like, "Can you just continue the story?" Right. Uh, when your mom told us to wear the mask, we were almost done. We just had to put the pipes together. Yeah. So there wasn't any point. Was it gonna save us? We were already breathing it in for thirty minutes or three hours, thirty yeah. minutes or three hours, one of the two, before that. So it wasn't gonna do us any harm. Uh, so she thinks that her mom's come. So she's, you know, got her eyes closed, not looking. The footsteps... uh, The weird thing about all this was that the footsteps seemed to be walking around the bed constantly. I finally sat up, and I could still hear the footsteps, but there was no body. That's how it's written, too. No body. So, it's not nobody. It's, there was no body. Footsteps were happening, but there was no physical gotcha. body. No body to go with the footsteps. That's right. I knew that the footsteps were circling the bed, and I would follow them like I knew someone was there. I knew their exact location. Every now and then, the footsteps would stop right on the side of the bed where I was, as if whatever it was was observing me. And that's when I grabbed my trusty blankie and I go find where my parents are but apparently (laughs) apparently they were all supposed to be sleeping in the same room Mm. so I don't know maybe they didn't that's when I would wake everyone else in the room up or everybody well I don't know it's like 7 or 7 11 -11. it's 7 a.m. when she hears this stuff so her mom must have been gone or something I don't know. She might have been young. It's time to get up, girl. <laughs> it's time for lunch. <laughs> um, but I mean, she's still in bed. Seven a.m. It's it's acceptable societally. That's not a word. It's socially acceptable, acceptable to be in bed at seven a.m. in the morning. I guess if you're, yeah. Especially if you're a kid. And I don't know how old this person is. They give very little details about their life, except for this one moment. What'd your mom want? I don't know. She said this looks fun, dot, 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 but germs. Oh. She's where me and Ryan get our issues from. Probably. Uh, Then the footsteps would continue. I was younger at the time, and for some reason I wasn't scared. I didn't feel like it was threatening in any way. But I did tell my dad the next morning. <clears throat> he thought it was someone on the roof trying to get in. I, that's a terrifying thought. Right? No, I, thank you. I told him I was sure that it was coming from inside the room. I said that I was following the footsteps, but he just brushed it off. Also, when I was 16, all we get a, a, a year. It must have been three years before our last visit, and my aunt... Did something just fall in the toilet? I don't have a clue. Uh, also, when or it must have been three years before our last visit and my aunt was living in the house. She said that when they walked in, on the wall in the dining room, there were in big letters the name L-E-T-I, Letty. Those letters... Letty Spaghetti. ...seemed to have been carved into the wall somehow. She didn't think much of it until... I'm sorry, you didn't think right? much of someone carving a name into your wall? I'd be like, who did this? Because I'm going to kill you. 
This is my house. Now, I've seen names written on the outside of our house, and I don't... What do you mean? Like, I may not, but I know the children wrote them. Oh, okay. I, I was like, are you saying names just appear supernaturally on our wall yeah. and you've been keeping this to yourself yes. the entire time? Yes, I Even have. Even when we had the paranormal people up yep. here, when Kathy and John came up? I kept it a secret. Tisk, tisk, tisk. I feel like I got Kathy's husband's name wrong. It's John, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I feel really badly now. I now. feel bad that I said I think so. But I'm terrible with names. I'm pretty sure it was John. I liked him a lot. He was very nice. He reminded me of my grandpa. I've only talked deeply with Kathy. But deeply. I meant more. I've talked more with Kathy <laughs> than I have him. But I'm pretty sure his name was John. Kathy, there's another thing you correct us on. Anyway. Uh, she was... Those letters seemed to have been carved into the wall somehow. She didn't think much of it until she started painting the room. She was painting over it when she said her paintbrush flew out of her hand and hit the wall behind her. It was then uh, that this started to interest me. I asked one of my other aunts if she knew anything about the house, and she told me about the lady and her son and how they'd been seen at the house. I know this is a long, or I know this is long and I apologize, but I felt this was the beginning of all the things I have experienced throughout my life. If you believe me or not, that's really up to you, but I ask that you respect as I will do the same for you. Remember, English is not their best first right. language. This next story is actually called Angel or Mayan God. Oh. Yeah, it's fun. The story I want to share uh, with you took place in 2004. I was 30 years old then and working in a quality control for a big hotel chain. I am male and have always been sensitive to spirits and a firm believer in the paranormal. My colleague and I were sent to the large hotel on the island of Cozumel, Cozumel, Mexico. It was a large complex with lots of bungalows in the middle of nowhere. A lot of my colleagues dreaded to go there because they somehow felt uneasy around the complex, but I always loved going there. Now, this particular day, how dare you, TikTok? I don't even think I have TikTok on my... Oh, I do. I just never use it. Because I'm, I'm very much a 60-year-old man. You are. I love TikTok. Yeah. <clears throat> now, this particular day, we arrived around noon, got to our rooms, had a quick lunch, and went for a nap. <laughs> all right. They were like, all right, Talking we're in. 60 year old and men. sleep. Uh, because we had to start working that night. I don't know uh, if or for how long I had been sleeping. I don't know if. He didn't know if he was sleeping? Or how long he'd been sleeping? That's okay. a bit odd. When suddenly I felt something which I could, I would describe as a warm cloud of love around me that sounds like uh, you need to run away yeah. that sounds like he's about he's about to get spiritually sexually assaulted uh-oh this intense feeling of love and happiness was something i hadn't experienced before or after you might need to get a better life right right all right 
I, it's probably the intensity. I shouldn't make fun of this story, but a cloud of yeah, love. Yeah, because what if they're listening? Like, what if the I mean, if they're down? if they're if they're listening, they have to know the phrasing. A warm cloud of love sounds odd. Like, I would never call something that. Exactly. It also sounds skeevy. It does. <laughs> it sounds real skeevy. Quite disgusting. And I'm not saying the person that wrote this is skeevy. I'm saying the the warm cloud of love is skeevy. For being a warm cloud of love. How dare they? Right. Show compassion and happiness. Ugh. Spirits. In their ways. Um. Anyway. Uh, I can only describe it as some kind of deep universal love that ran through my whole body. I just lay there still on my bed with my eyes open and didn't dare open them or move because I didn't want this feeling to go away. And suddenly, before my inner eye... What the crap is an inner eye? Like something that helps you see spirits. What, like psychics? That's why you said it that way, and then mm-hmm. yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough. Because you're like, oh, if I explain this, he's just gonna poop on it. Yeah. Screw psychics. Uh, any, uh, because I didn't want this feeling to go away, and suddenly, before my inner eye, there appeared a Mayan-looking figure in golden armor, staring proudly at me. I was so overwhelmed with joy and happiness that I could have cried. I don't know how long this feeling lasted. I know it was too short. But the image and the wonderful feeling slowly drifted away. For a long time afterwards, I just kept staying in my bed, not wanting to move. I know I was wide awake and not sleeping when these things occurred. When I met my colleague that night, I told her about my experience. First, she was jealous for not having called or for not having called her up for me not having called her when this happened. And then she said it might have been an angel. But I still believe it was a Mayan god visiting me. Interesting. I wonder which one. I don't know. Because I'm fairly certain one of them is a giant plumed serpent that can't just hang out in golden armor. Because it is a snake with wings. Quetzalcoatl. That's his name. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know much about them. I don't know much about W's. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a lot of people actually don't know much about that stuff because, I mean, they had a document, but for a long time we had no idea what it said. Hmm. The I think it's called the Popol Vol. Is is the Mayan creation story? I don't, I don't even <clears throat> really remember learning much about the Mayans in school. You probably didn't. Like school I, sucks. I remember. School's like. They teach you the basics. And well, that's like it. high school, <laughs> high school's like window shopping for college. Yeah. The especially history, they'll give you bits and pieces of of kind of cool stuff that whets your appetite. Like the Mayans, they always talked about the Olmecs being first. Then you had the Incans, and then the Mayans, and then the Aztecs, and all that. But they don't talk. Oh, you know what? The Popo Vols, the Aztec. I don't know if we have any Mayan. Oh, so is Quetzalcoatl. I am a racist by accident on that one but i can't be fully racist because i'm middle eastern you on the other hand better not misstep at all you european german french and irish actually you have 
a good bit of uh what is it northern africa mm-hmm. northern uh, what it's like point two yeah that's, that's more not than a good, you yeah hey i have have a lot of middle eastern in me all right and that's just that just is what it is all right we've got hairy chests we smell terrible y'all do stink and y- <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding you hey, I'm married to you. No, that doesn't give you that doesn't it. give you rights. I don't think. I don't know how that system rolls. But even with the snow, your people are attractive. Oh, I know. I, I, I look in the mirror every day. <laughs> I always wanted me a Middle Eastern. And look at me. I'm over here, looking as beautiful as Ishmael. Yep. Because that was the only Arabian name I know. Aladdin. <laughs> and thanks to me, with all your dark features, you've got a beautiful blonde-haired, blue-eyed baby. That's pale as sin. But he's, he tans He does really tan. Nicely. Um, our next story is gone. Where is it? There we go. Uh-oh. Apparitions in my grandparents' apartment. Ooh. Now, my family is originally from Mexico. <gasps> Who would have guessed this string of Mexican horror stories was going to come from Mexico? This all happened in my paternal grandparents' apartment in the early to mid-1970s. You came in real creepy there, Jacob. What's wrong? You had a good day today? Big. A big, you did have a big day. Jacob helped under the house, too. You seem real tired. He's very tired. But he's not coughing or anything. Yeah, I haven't coughed for like two hours. Good. He's just, he's just proud that he, and he got to take a bath in a creek. Yep. And then told Nana I was trying to be weird with him. I told because we were in the creek in our underwear and we had to change our clothes. I wasn't saying let's get naked together. <laughs> let's go have a party at the creek. Creek? What's a creek? It's another way to say creek. That's how us people say that. That's how you Appalachians. Appalachians. Appalachia. So. All right. Do you need anything else, bud? And I forgot my, um, you know how Dana was holding my plushies? Your what? All their plushies. outside. Plushies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess we have to go get them. Yes. What, right now? Yes. You can wait. You can wait. Well, they can't be out there overnight. Why? Is it going to rain? He sleeps with them. Okay, we're back. It may have seemed like we didn't go anywhere, but Julia really did leave. All right. I had to venture out into the dark night. Yes. Oh, sorry. I love the dark night. It's the best superhero movie. This all happened in my paternal grandparents' apartment in the early mid, oh, early mid, early to mid 1970s. When I was about one or two, 
My parents moved in with my grandparents temporarily. They had put me in my crib, or they had put my crib in my grandparents' bedroom, and my parents stayed in a smaller room. While I don't remember this, my parents told me that I would scream at the top of my lungs whenever I was put down for a nap or for bedtime. No one remembers that stuff, dude. Just gonna tell you that no one remembers that. <clears throat> they said I would, like, like that. That's the kind of information that I would just assume you don't actually remember. That you must have been told that kind of thing, right? Right. They said that I would point to the corner of the room and yell the words "la cha cha," <laughs> and no, it has nothing to do with the dance in Spanish. Cha-cha is short for muchacha, which means young woman. Hmm. Uh, they So, the cha-cha slide is the woman's slide? I guess. The young woman's slide? Um, is that what it's called? The, cha- the cha-cha? The young woman? I guess, Is yeah. that what it... Is it a slide? Is it called the cha-cha slide, or is it just the cha-cha? We got phones. Why don't we look that up? You tell me what the cha-cha dance is, and I will tell you that... uh, The cha-cha slide. I was right. Okay. Uh, They said this would occur also in the bathroom. I would point to something in the corner and yell, La cha-cha! And then I could. You can't laugh every time you hear La Cha Cha. We're never going to get through this story. Well, how am I supposed to. How is La Cha Cha creepy? Like, La Cha Cha. Oh, I guess in the right context, that kind of voice can make it creepy. Like, shadows all around. Oh my gosh, we're going to die. Calm down, Max. Anyway. Um, he would yell, or I would yell, and point at the corner and yell, La Cha Cha! (laughs) And then would kick and scream, saying that she was going to get me. My cousin also had an experience, except she was a little older and ran out of my grandparents' bedroom once. When my uncle father, when my uncle, her father, asked, Stop. Stop it. You're you're shaking the whole bed with your laughter. Why would you say that? Well, because I didn't see the her. It just said uncle and then dash and father to me for a second. When my uncle, her father, asked me what, or asked what was wrong, she said that the man wouldn't let her go to sleep. My uncle, fearing an intruder had broken into the room, checked everywhere. Are they allowed to have guns? I know... British people aren't allowed to have guns. Really? Yeah, they're not allowed any kind of... They can have a knife. But even that's frowned upon. Hmm. I think the police can have guns. No, I don't think the police do the have police guns. The police do because they killed those two pit bulls for no reason. Ah. Don't get me started on that. Okay. Not a problem. Poor babies. Let's move on. Ugh. Uh, <clears throat> her father... Oh, my uncle, fearing that there was an intruder, checked. They lived on the eighth floor, and the window was small with no balcony, so there was no way anyone would have climbed up just to break in, break out, not let a little girl go to sleep, and then be like, Bye! 
what if there was just some weird like he doesn't want to kill anybody he doesn't want to he doesn't want to rape anybody there's no sexual thrill to this it's just something he has to do in order for him to go to sleep he has to break into a house and stop children from sleeping for one night <laughs> like just randomly that would be so aggravating and like they would be like Nabamba's coming He'll come and find you. You better eat your greens. He knows. Uh-oh. And then one night, one kid doesn't eat his greens, whatever whatever greens are for them, peppers. And and then he's like, I didn't eat my greens and nothing bad's happened. Then all of a sudden he hears a window. And he's like, oh, I better try and get some sleep in now. And then Labamba goes, no, dance for me, little rodent. Dance like a chihuahua. Hua. Or, in American, Chihuahua. Chihuahua. <laughs> that was an interesting scenario. You let me go on for far too long I with know. that. Well, I, I, was, I was traumatized. By the, by the La Bamba. Yes. La Bamba will get you tonight. I better not be saying anything offensive. Do you know what La Bamba means? No. Me either. If La Bamba is a real word in Spanish, please know I mean no disrespect. La Bamba. I'm guessing B-A-M-B-A. Is it a word? La Bamba. <laughs> it says, it's a song by Richie Valens. Well, there you go. La Bamba will come. La Richie Valens will La come. La Bamba. Means what? Uh, it's a traditional son, Joe... Jericho, Jericho, wedding song. Oh. I thought Jericho was spelled with an I. Uh, honey, that's not, that's not Jericho. Well, I know, that's why I'm saying I don't know what that word is. This All is right. a song, apparently. Well, then the song will come. Well, that actually works out perfectly, because that song's loud, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and whatnot. So, La Bumba comes. Anyway. It's also a chain of Mexican restaurants <laughs> scattered throughout the Midwest. There we go. No one was there though. No. Not not in the not stores. In the not in the restaurants <laughs> in, in the in the corner. She said uh, there was a man in the corner. Or actually he asked her where the man was and she said he's in the corner. No one was there. The next day she also ran out crying that the man wouldn't let her sleep. And my uncle had had it by then. It just took one day. Then, <laughs> they then didn't stay there for a long time. That dude was like, all right, you know what, we're getting out. I'm done. My grandmother had hung the laundry on the roof, which is a very, very common practice in large apartments in Mexico. I wish we could get on our roof. Right. Um, you know, I'd probably sleep on a roof if it was flat. Like, turn it into a, a little room. Like that could be our room. Let's okay. make a mesa. The mesa. Spiders will get us. What? How? We'll live in a house. Not on the roof. We'll be on the roof for fun. That's like camping trip oh, areas. I sleep there before a spider gets me. <sighs> Ain't no spiders getting you. You don't know that. I'm fairly confident. Anyway, she's uh, she hangs her laundry up on the roof. And around dusk, it started to rain. She asked my aunt, her daughter, 
to, you don't have to keep clarifying, dude. Right? Because I would have just said aunt daughter. She asked my aunt daughter <laughs> to run up and get the clothes because she was going to make dinner. My aunt, who was about 15, ran up there and started taking the clothes down. <clears throat> get off my screen bug. And when she did this, she saw someone standing a few feet away from her. Since it was kind of dark and raining and the roof was not well lit, she assumed it was another tenant, so she said hello. The person was wearing a black cloak and had its back to her. And the minute she said hello, the figure turned and she froze because in the hood, everything was empty except for two glowing eyes that were staring at her. She dropped the laundry, closed her eyes, and when she opened them, the figure was gone. First of all, you drop the laundry and run. You don't just right? close your eyes. <laughs> like, you've just seen a pair of eyes inside a hood, and it's dark and raining. You are you better get your butt mm-hmm. out of there. No, thank you. Oh, my gosh. She, she dropped the laundry and said, please kill me quickly. <laughs> And when she opened them again, the figure was gone. She then ran down back to the apartment, tears running down her face and all hysterical. It, 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 the fact that you stood still waiting for the attack you, and you right? dropped the laundry. You drop the laundry and you run. That is, you don't run with the laundry, but you don't drop the laundry just to stand still. No. And close your eyes and hope the sweet release of death is kind. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, she may have been in hysterics, but her actions are hysterical to me. She's like, ah! It's the equivalent of a child who thinks a monster's gonna come kill him, so he covers himself with a thin sheet of blanket. (laughs) Oh, it took it like every time they do that in the like in the Annabelle the second Annabelle the origins yeah. when she puts the cover up over her head I'm like what do you think that's gonna do dude what that do you what do you stop I, I don't know where it is and if I don't know where it is it doesn't know where I am right that's how that's how that's how all the wildebeest survive the lion attacks in tall grass. Yeah. Because if if you they don't know where they are, then the lions obviously can't find right? them. They can't just sniff them out. Oh anything. man. Oh. It took a long time for my grandma to calm her down. At first she thought someone had tried to attack her, but then my aunt told her what happened. Apparently, other tenants had been reporting seeing a familiar figure roaming the stairwells and the roof. Whether this thing was related to the cha-cha or the man who wouldn't let my cousin sleep, I don't know. All I know is that this place was really creepy in places and was glad that when we moved away to another building. The apartment building was actually destroyed in the big earthquake of 85, so it was a blessing they weren't still living there at the time. Don't know what's standing there now. Boom, 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 boom. All right. This next story is called Be Quiet. Now, considering that this man... It's a short story. And considering that one of the people in here is named Will, I don't think this one's a Hispanic ghost story. I don't know a lot of Hispanics named Will. Will Hamina. I don't... uh, That sounds German. That's true. I don't know. I tried. I don't think there is a... 
What what is the Mexican way to say Will? I bet it's just Will. William is a very English name, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it is. Anyway, <clears throat> this story is called Be Quiet. This encounter happened a few weeks after our, our first one. There was apparently another encounter we're not told about. My brother William had gone out with friends and my parents were at work, so I was alone. And I didn't mind it very much. It was getting late, so I decided to take my uh to make take myself food, <laughs> make myself food and watch TV. And while I was watching TV, I heard one of the bedroom doors slam. Now, I had thought it was Will, so I ignored it. <clears throat> 15 minutes later, I hear the door slam and then lots of chatter. I was trying to watch the show, and the noise bothered me, so I yelled, Shut up! And it stopped for a while, and then something got thrown. (laughs) You ever tell me to shut up in my house? Um, I thought maybe uh, maybe Will was playing soccer in his room, and turned up the volume. As soon as the volume reached 54, Will came through the door. Turn it down, you can hear it from far away. I turned the TV off and noticed that he'd been out the entire time. But as I was going downstairs, a book had evidently made its way to the bottom earth. He saw, as he was going downstairs, a book had evidently made its way to the bottom of the staircase. I noticed that the book didn't belong to me and that I had never seen it. I picked it up and William saw that I had it. He grabbed it out of my hand and said, Why are you touching my stuff? I replied, I'm not. It was on the floor here. Someone threw it at me while I was watching TV. And he gave me a look of disbelief. After about three weeks, William also started to hear chattering, the same kind of chattering that I had heard. Will called me, and I ran upstairs to see where it was coming from, but it just faded away. I suppose it was coming from Will's room because he said that he heard moving in his closet and someone talking. No, sir. Right. How do you know this isn't someone that lives in this dude's closet? We made my mom check the... Oh, you pair of manly men. We made my mom check the closet more than (laughs) ten times. And we still... And this is a dude... This is coming from a dude that was home alone. And his brother was able to come home alone. And they're making their mom check their clothes. And he said, if we didn't do it once, we did it at least ten times. For at least a will, will, er, for at least a week, (laughs) Will slept in my room because he said people were talking in his room. Even now, you can sometimes hear the voices, but we don't really know where it's coming from. The only thing that I don't understand is why the book was thrown downstairs. I guess it was because the person wanted me to be quiet. I don't even know. Hmm. Now, it threw it at you because you were rude and told it to shut up. Right? This next one will be our last one, Julia. But we have plenty more in store. Okay. This last one is called Black Figure Sitting in the Room. This occurrence didn't happen to me. That's the end. No. (laughs) But it occurred while I was around. 
This happened probably around the mid-90s. My parents, me and my brothers and sister, went to Mexico. Ah, here we go. We're back to Mexico. Another one might have been Mexico, too. You never know. I mean, it, 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 it's soccer. What was that? that I, I just don't know. I, it could have been an American living in Mexico for some reason. Yeah. Or the other way around. Could have been a Mexican family and they named, named him Will. Will. They could have named him Maybe Will. Maybe he was adopted. Yeah. And he came with that name. You never know. We don't know the circumstances of people's lives. It's probably good. Let me fix your hair. You can. It's too tangly. It needs a brush. I did it. It's no longer tangly. I am. Oh, look at that strange cobweb. You just now noticing it. Anyway, this experience didn't happen to me, but it occurred while I was around. This happened probably around the mid nineties. My parents, me, my brothers, and sister went to Mexico to visit my father's parents. Note: This happened to my older brother. It was a small town in Mexico. I am going to be honest. This person is not very sensitive. It's clearly like a child that's like trying to tell a story and is like, I don't care about this. All right. So he says it was a small town or village in Mexico. I don't know. Called uh, Guanajuato or something pronounced that way. That's how he wrote it. That was not me saying something pronounced that way. That was him saying it. Interesting. It's very kind. Well, my grandparents allowed us to sleep in my old aunt's or my aunt's old bedroom while they slept in the tiny room in the porch. I want to know how this house is set up. They got a room in the porch? I actually wouldn't mind that. That wouldn't be too bad. As long as it was like it's screened in or yeah. something, yeah. That's what we do. We make that the our new bedroom, the porch our new bedroom. People have to come through the porch to come <laughs> into our house. While my brother recalls waking up in the middle of the night, uh, I'm sorry, not while. My brother recalls waking up in the middle of the night and there was a black figure sitting in this rocking chair. And we slept on the bed together, my brothers and me, and my brother told me that he was scared senseless. The black figure sat there, he described it, uh, with hand on chin, just staring into the darkness of my grandmother's old rocking chair. He called out to the thing, Hey! And it just turned to him quickly, and all he could do was, here we go with another one, all he could do was close his eyes and hope it would go away. <laughs> he was seriously scared. I mean, run! Drop the laundry and Run! I wish I knew these people's names so we could turn them into icons of what not to do in this situation. Right. I don't even like if you're not in, in if you're not in any way interested in invest in investigating this thing has just terrified the crap out yeah. of you and you feel like you should run for your life. Drop the laundry and run. And this brother may not have even had any laundry, right. but he needs to drop it and run. Me and Shane, a dog tripped over each other trying to run away from something growling exactly Even a dog was smarter than this oh it's just terrible you hate to see it you know you really hate to see this yeah. he then called out to the figure hey and it turned to him quickly and he all he could do was close his eyes and hope it would go away he was seriously scared 
And then he opened his eyes again, looked around the room, and the figure was gone seconds after he witnessed it. Just gone. With no noise. No doors opening. No footsteps. It just vanished. He still gets chills whenever he speaks about it. When I get the chance, I talk to him about the black figure in the shadow sitting on my grandma's rocking chair, staring into the nothing, and ask him, maybe it was this, or maybe it was that. Grandma happened to walk into the room, or Grandpa was checking on us, maybe. He continues to deny it. I still believe, or I still believe him, and I feel saddened for him experiencing that, and all because everyone denies his belief but me. He asked my grandma and grandpa, and my dad about it, and I think they have yet to witness a figure sitting in the shadow. Still gives me the creeps thinking about it. It is pretty creepy. Let's see what this next one. Yeah. You want to do another one? Sure. We can do one more. You're not. You're not tired. No, bored. I mean I am sleepy, but. But you're not bored of it. No. Like you said, you are. No, I just heard something that sounded like a gunshot. You didn't hear it? I did. I ignored it. Because it sounded like it came from outside. I'm pretty sure it was just something getting knocked over. Oh. That box of spoons could sound like That's that. That's true. <clears throat> Alright, so this one's called Camping at the Mountains. So I wanted to end it on camping because I thought that'd be fun. forget sometimes people can't see me yes true they they don't even know what you really look like unless they look on my facebook pages that's good yes i keep myself a secret and that was for you mm. it was in my own little love language that's creepy <laughs> that's the noise i make when i tickle him Call it creepy. This is my sacred sound for my son. Oh, yeah. Sacred sounds for sons. Creepy. That is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> this story happened when I was 21, and I used to go climbing mountains during the weekends. By that time, I don't remember anything I liked more than climbing. So every this person is not me. So every weekend, I, t- I need everyone to realize, if you invite me to go climbing something, chances are I'm going to tell you no. And I won't have any fear of telling you no. Like, I'm not, I'm not into trying new heights. And I can send pictures of you laying on the rocks in Devil's Garden. Oh, man, that, that was... But that's a steep climb, man. That's not even, like, <laughs> a real climb. You're supposed to be able to walk that crap. Nope. And they put, let me put, I, the entire time I had to think, what would Wolverine do? Not lay on the rock. No, he would not. <laughs> I gave up thinking what Wolverine would do and was just like, Wolverine be disappointed. He would. Anyway, by that time, I don't remember anything I liked more than climbing. So every weekend I took my gear and drove to the mountains one hour away from home. Well, an hour away to climb? Certainly not, sir. You should be ashamed of yourself and your mother. I used to drive from Winchester to Seneca Rock. You should be ashamed of yourself and your mother. It's, that statement still goes for you. Why are you going that long or that far? Did you climb Seneca Rock? I hiked it, yeah. That's worse. Because now you're just going for a long walk. You're driving that far for a long walk. But the view from the top is the best. Climb a garage. You'll find the same thing. Not even close. You don't know. I do know. You've never been there. (laughs) 
And you certainly wouldn't let us do it, so I certainly wouldn't know. It's because the air quality was bad, and we had two asthmatics and a baby. They could have brought a mask. Anyway, so uh, when I arrived, I found my friends, and they told me they didn't feel like climbing as someone had just suffered an accident, and the police were trying to find out how it happened. I'm sorry. What? Did one of your friends have an accident? Is that what he is saying? Seems like it. We didn't... Uh, okay, well... We didn't go back to the city. We stood there by the mountainside and the camping site. It was something like a farm, but not really. It was a large extension of land with one very small, quote-unquote, house in the middle. And by house, I mean just a room where there was a table, a kitchen for us to prepare a, uh, a meal. Oh, so it's just one table in a kitchen. That's the room that they have for them. One, just a kitchen? A, a kitchen. And a table. Um, after talking for a while and showing tricks, setting the tents and having dinner, we didn't drink as we were going to climb the next morning at 6 a.m. We all went to sleep. At 4 a.m., something or something like that, I felt the need to pee. I thought of the possibility of holding it until there was light outside, uh-huh. but that couldn't be done. I I've took been there. <laughs> <laughs> I took my flashlight and went out. At one end of the land, there were bathrooms. They were far away from the camping site, so I started singing a song to myself in order to soothe myself. You could easily see the bathrooms from the distance because the lights were on. So when I got there, I got in. There's no door. There were eight toilets, but no doors. Uh, Just a wall separating them. So I went to the last one, figuring if someone came in, they wouldn't see me with my pants down. And when I got out of the bathroom, I started to walk back towards my tent, and suddenly... There was a breeze, accompanied by a woman's sad sigh. I looked back, and standing there in the entrance to the bathroom was a woman who looked very sad and had her eyes upon me. I was already at the halfway point between my tent and bathroom, and I kept looking at her, mostly because I thought, if I look back, she's going to be standing there for sure. And she was just standing there, and I just stood there looking at her, I don't know for how long. The thing is, I was really scared. But I have seen these kinds of things a lot. And once it happened to me that I looked back and the ghost was near me, so I didn't want that to happen again. I thought that seeing her from a distance wouldn't be as bad if she was standing next to me. I knew everyone in the campsite and I had been inside the bathroom, so I didn't know where... Okay, I knew everyone was in the campsite there we go and i had been in the bathroom so i don't know where she uh where did she come out okay this person (laughs) is having a hard time here after an eternity she just uh after an eternity she disappeared with a second breeze and i ran for it i got into my tent and promised to myself i would never ever drink a lot of water just before going to bed now, would you look up something for me? Yes. 
would you look up uh, if there is a um, Spanish legend that says a breeze brings in a ghost and a breeze takes away a ghost, like like a woman ghost? And I'll talk to these people about life in general, I guess. I don't know. Whatever they want. But, like, some sort of superstition about ghosts and winds. Particularly breezes. Is there something? You found something that fast? Um, What do we got? Okay. If a... What'd you find? Um, if a ghost passed by, will you feel a warm breeze or a cold breeze? As someone That's it? asked that. Um, well, but it's a, it's a, it's a Mexican, like, I'm asking if there's a Mexican legend about a, a breeze bringing in a ghost or signaling a ghost. Nothing. I was wondering if he was maybe encountering a local urban legend or something connected to that area. However, La Llorona, I can't say. La Llorona? Yeah. That's right. She comes up a lot when I type that in. Well, probably because you put Mexico at the back of it, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, no. Nothing, Nothing he said about that except for the sadness spoke to La Llorona. All right, guys. Well, there th- is an El Padre Sin Cabeza, the headless priest. That sounds like a fun episode. It does. Is there enough information for an episode? Do you think? Well, let's. Uh, oh man, that is yeah. a good bit of information. Maybe we can. Yeah. Might be a shorter episode, but we've had twenty-minute ones before. Yeah. It's not too bad. Maybe we can put two together. That's pretty creepy. I agree. Headless horse. Or priest. Headless priest. Priest. Headless horse. All right. We're being hunted by the Mr. Ghost. Oh, man. Mr. Red. I said that all wrong. All right, guys. Well, uh, when we come back to our next compilation episode, which I don't know when that'll be, we are going to start with a family that... Uh, well, not a family, a child that uh, gets haunted at a Catholic school Ooh. around when she was uh, in sixth grade. So that'll be fun. All right, guys. That being said, good night. And remember, 